about that time for another episode of Mr. Right Now. Today, we're switching it up a little bit, and our guest is Eric Labaz. He is a graphic designer and artist. And Eric, why don't you take it away with a little bit about yourself? Cool. Thanks, Cal. Thanks for having me on. I'm sure. excited to be here. Um, well, I, I connected with you, Cal, through your book, uh, Rise of the Red Harbinger. But as you mentioned, I'm a designer, uh, artist, illustrator. I contract for a few publishers. I also work with self-publishing self artists, um, working on their book cover designs. I, I do some author branding with, uh, with authors, looking to extend uh, their, um, their, their book into like a uh, speaking career, things like that. Do some small business branding, some logo design, get involved in, in the music scene as well. So I've got, I got my hands on a lot of things, but 75% of what I do is in the publishing world. So okay, that's pretty thanks awesome. Thanks for having me on your podcast. <laughs> All right, well, maybe you can uh, have a career in that too, right? Just branch out to uh, audio, visual, and uh, and uh, we'll graphics, see. Right? Perhaps, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so why don't we um, just bring it back to the beginning? How'd you get started in art and graphic design in the first place? Um, so my dad. My dad painted. He, could, he painted it as like a hobby. He actually uh, was a, uh, worked in the um, electronics field. He was a technical writer, and um, but he painted, um, did oil painting on the side at home. And uh, I used to sit around and watch him all the time. And I grew up drawing. Just took really took to it as a young kid. I think some of my earliest earliest memories just sitting around drawing all the time. And um, that's back back when I was a kid. I remember being obsessed with drawing uh, Greek mythology stories. I used to read a lot of mythology and some comic books and stuff like that. And I would like copy the comic books and make my own comic books up and things like that. And um, when I was like 10 years old, my parents got me into uh, private art lessons or art lessons at a, you know, with a local artist. And she, uh, this this teacher, this woman, named Alice Sufert, she, she graduated from Tyler School of Art. And she she was telling me, my parents, she's like, Eric's a great candidate for Tyler. Why don't you get him in there? And, you know, when it got to be the time for me going to college, I ended up, you know, enrolling in Tyler School of Art, graduated from Tyler and um, did my first job out of school. I, I was working for, um, worked for a packaging design firm, believe it or not. So my major was design. Okay. And I um, got out of there and I, you know, I worked, started working for a packaging design firm. I did that for a couple of years. And then I um, I, I, worked, I found this really cool job in uh, South Jersey, Turnersville, South Jersey, Mount Laurel area. And we used to do um, trading card designs and toy packaging and um, video packaging design. Back in those days, I was doing uh, a lot of the, the package design for uh, NFL films and polygram, polygram video and NFL, NFL films and some other some other um, um, franchises, um, and uh, man, it's, it's a long story in my career. But uh, I eventually, I eventually lost a job because of some health issues. And then a uh, couple years later, um, I met my wife and um, got married. We had our son, and I, I really needed to put some energy into um, my home-based design uh, job and. Um, I just started ramping that up a lot when my son was born and I connected with a local publisher and now like five years later here I am doing book, book cover designs like pretty much full-time that's awesome yeah um so it's always been art for you pretty much right that's like what you've kind of known you wanted to do so 
it's pretty much the only thing I ever, yeah, ever, ever knew what I wanted to do. I think for a brief time in high school, I think I maybe wanted to be an archaeologist, but that's <laughs> haven't we all? <laughs> <laughs> Indiana Jones. <laughs> Indiana Jones, Jurassic Park. Yeah, I think that inspired yeah, yeah, a lot yeah. of people to at least yeah, like want totally. to get into that, right? <laughs> Our archaeology. <laughs> um, so I guess when you're not designing what other people are asking you to create, uh, what are you doing like on your own? Like, is there a specific like style or medium that you prefer? No, I think there was a time in my life when it was my, in my thirties when I wasn't working at an agency or design agency. I was kind of doing my own thing there for a while. I wasn't even doing design from home. I was like, teaching myself guitar and doing all this other stuff and I was tapping into my own stuff so yeah I was I was really experimenting back then I was doing a lot of painting I was doing a lot of um, I was like really trying some different things I was making my own paint I was going out in the woods and crushing up rocks and and finding plants that I can make pigment out of and making paint for that and like and, and inks and things I was I was really interested in stuff like that um, like natural natural ways of creating art yeah. I, during that time, I was actually teaching at a nature center, and I was learning all these really cool things. Um, yeah, I, I always kind of my art, my own art, always kind of kind of leaned towards the the mystical aspects of life. Uh, I was like really drawn to like shamanic themes and Native oh, cool. American themes. Actually, got this painting behind yeah, me that was it's like maybe twenty years ago. Okay. but um. Kind of run toward, lean towards like the, the mystical side of life, um, shamanic side of life, and uh, but these days when I get a, a chance to do things on my own, my own work, I usually, you know, I've just kind of been drawing on on life around me. Um, things really opened up for me when I got my iPad and I started working with the drawing software. I, so I work with Adobe Fresco, which is what I did your book cover on, cool. and. Um, it, it really opens, I think digital art really opens things up. So I can sit at a coffee shop and just work on some doodles and illustrations and and uh, sit and draw people sitting and drinking coffee. So I'm kind of getting back into like life drawing these days and doing some things like that. So when I find my own time to do my own projects, it's kind of where I'm at. You find that to be like harder or? Um, I'm sorry, I said again? Like the life drawings, like, uh, you know, what you see in front of you. Um, Is it harder? Um, I mean, you know, it's like, you know, not, re not really. Okay. Like, I actually, it's easier for me to draw from life than it is to make something up out of my head. Like, I really, I like having reference. I don't like making up drawings. <laughs> I, I'm not good at it. I, I'd rather work from life. I, I always try to find reference for, for everything that I do. That's cool. Ha that's how I was taught. Yeah, I, I suppose that, um also makes it easier that it's based on like real life too and uh, you kind of have something real to go by yeah like i can come up with a concept in my imagination like i want a guy doing this pose and i kind of want him doing this in this kind of setting but then you know i'll try to find references for those things to be able to apply it to that that idea that i came up with in my head mm -hmm. so yeah i really try as much as possible to use reference i you know totally use reference on your cover oh cool um, and it's, it's amazing for those of you out there who haven't seen the 
new Rise of the Red Harbinger cover. Eric is the one who designed it, and it is freaking awesome. So um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you're, I'm really glad you're happy with it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And uh, same thing for the second one too. Um, but it, it's funny that like you know you talk about like using real life because you know once upon a time when I swore I was a good artist and wanted to be a comic book artist in high school and everything and uh, I found like the same thing like if I was drawing something it was a lot easier to base it off something that was like right in front of me um, even you know when I was dabbling with how things might look for Harbinger you know characters and stuff like it was easier to say like base um, a fiery hand or a lightning hand like by taking a picture of my own hand, sticking it in front of me, and then just copying uh, it. Yeah, and then, absolutely. And, yeah. Um, okay, so how how much time, like how often do you actually get to spoil yourself by working on like your own stuff beyond, you know, what you're hired to do? Um, lately, it's been a little bit more, um, you know, I, I, it's just like, when do I, if, if you love something, you make time for it. Yeah. It's just as pure. It's just as simple as that. So, and, and I, I constantly want to push myself in terms of different styles that I can do. And, and I, you know, I love looking at an illustration and all the different styles that are out there now. There's just so many amazing illustrators working out there. I get so inspired. I see something really cool and I kind of want to like see if like what my version of my version would look like of that idea or that that kind of style and um and like i mentioned i you know kind of drawing on life around me so i've been kind of taking my ipad around and um like for instance friday night i went to i saw a, a show here in town a local band and they were great and i got really inspired and i um took some shots and then I later on over the weekend I took those shots and I kind of compiled them into this this scene and and then drew from that scene and ended up having creating this like great artwork out of it and it wasn't for a project I kind of just did it you know I just did it on my own I was just inspired to do it but um yeah I was talking to the woman in the band this morning and showed her the artwork and she loved it and now we're talking about doing like a band poster or something like oh, that's that. so awesome so I find like I want to do. I want to do things that I'm inspired to do, but yeah. I also want to make money. So sure, I, yeah, so it's like <laughs> it's a fine line, right? <laughs> yeah, you know. So if I can make money on the things that I, I'm really inspired to do, you know, like my own stuff, then and I'm gonna find ways to do that. Yeah. Um, but it's also cool that I get to do covers because it's it's fun. I love it. I, I wouldn't be doing book covers if I didn't love doing it. Sure. Great product. You know, like your projects was a lot of fun. I get, I get to work on a lot of really difficult, cool things. So um, I'm curious, like, you know, just meshing the, uh, I guess, personal and business in terms of inspiration. Like, I know you, like, when we were discussing cover ideas and um, the looks and everything, you had mentioned that, uh, I guess, recently you've been inspired by a lot of, like, graphic, uh, graphic novels and art that you've seen in there. So like, have you found that you're, uh, I guess your your style, your personal style, has like evolved over time. It's kind of I feel like a schizophrenic sometimes, and, and not to uh, you know diminish people who actually are schizophrenic by any means. But I, I I have a really hard time finding out what my own style is, sure. because I've been asked to do so many different things yeah. all the time, and um, just 
so so yeah i see some of these graphic novel styles out there and that kind of really comes easy to me there's there's a style that i'm working with right now that's very graphic novel-esque and it's it's coming very easy to me so that's 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 a sign that that's something that is is very natural for me um but then i get sometimes projects i get people come in and asking me can i do this style and i in my brain i'm like yeah sure i can do that style no problem and then i actually sit down and do it and then i like really struggle with it so so yeah over time i've come to to realize what it is that i can and can't do sure. and, and what styles come a little bit more naturally for me and if i choose to do my own work you know and i, and I, I do this with covers you know i look at the project and, and i you know and, and like we did with you we sat down we had a consultation we had an hour consultation we talked about the styles that are that best suited for this type of book and then you know i try to emulate those styles as best i can um so it's like i've been i've i've learned to be able to do so many different styles and it's, it's yeah. you know it's like i'm really fortunate that i'm able to do that because i can have like a wide range of, a wide range of my portfolio and i don't i want people coming to I don't want people coming to me just for like one thing. Right, sure. I'd get a little bit bored, you know, if I did that. Right, because if you have like one signature style or look, then you're also limiting yourself and it's really yeah. hard to develop like a huge customer base and following just based on one style, right? I mean, totally, yeah. Yeah. But if it's, I, let's say if I get into graphic novels or something like that, then I would probably benefit from having one style, you know, but for now, having multiple styles works well because of uh, doing covers yeah um and so that's i mean that's impressive in itself and really awesome you know that like you can be so adaptable and you know work to so many different styles and genres and you know things that people are looking for uh and it's i guess uh you know to to have like i said just one specific look i mean then you kind of get pigeonholed right and people are like well yeah. that's his style and that's not for me and, um, yeah totally like it's like it's like being typecast like right. i don't i don't want to be typecast <laughs> i want to i want to do good work and i yeah. want you know that and of course i'm not limitless there's going to be limits that i have you know there's definitely things that i'm challenged with um i thought i would be into kid children's books more than i actually am like i I wanted to experience that, but I, but I'm realizing like it's definitely not, you know, one of my strong suits. That you know, I'm leaning more towards adult-themed projects rather than kid-themed themed projects. Sure. Um, is uh like illustrations and books like something that you're like looking to do like going forward, like uh, just, like beyond just covers? I mean, you know, I think about it all the time. You know, running your own business it's challenging and um being at the the market today i'm sure there's a lot of people out there that can relate this the gig market you know contract marketplace is challenging um so when you got a good thing going you don't you know i, I definitely don't want to change things up or mix things up and jeopardize what i have going but at the same time i i i, I always want to expand and i always want to experience new things and that's one of the cool things about my industry is that I get to do that. So if I if I were to go into another field or touch into another field, I'd be interested in uh, and I actually have been doing a little bit of this is like working with musicians. 
um, doing like music art, uh, oh, cool. poster art, album art. Um, um, I recently I've done some artwork for, uh, you know, you know, like the song artwork that comes up on like Spotify or yeah. iTunes. I've done some That's like awesome. album art like that for some musicians, and it's it was it's fun. It's just different. And then uh, I'd also like to um, get into like edit editorial illustration. Okay. Um, you know that movie. Uh, so did you hear about? Uh, me and you talked about movies a lot the first time we connected. Yeah. Uh, I, I really like, you know, I like books and I like movies as well. Um, so they're, they're doing that um, Crow, the Crow reboot. I don't know oh, if you heard oh of that's that. right, yeah. Yeah, right? So, I mean, the Crow, the original was amazing, right? It was, and absolutely. So cool. So, uh, what is it, Bill Skarsgård, the guy that played uh, Pennywise it, yeah. in the recent It? He's going to be the new Crow. So when I heard that news, I was like, oh, I'm gonna maybe do a little illustration of Bill Skarsgård as the crow. So I ended up doing one last week, just as an impulse, just on my yeah. own. I'm kind of trying to market that to some, you know, entertainment magazine, see if anybody wants to pick up that illustration. But getting into something like that is something that really interests me as well, like movies, maybe movie posters. So that um, brings up like something I've always wondered, you know, about, um, you know, drawing, I guess, existing properties. Like if you were to do that, right? Do you have to get any type of like, I guess, uh, like licensure or like anything like that to be able to, you know, do it just beyond for yourself? Like, you know, because obviously that's like, um, you know, the crow is like something that's owned by anybody else. Like, um, is, like, is that something that they'll like just readily look at or do you kind of have to have like certain permissions? Um, if I were to, if I were to sell that image, yeah, I would need to get, I would need to get, get, get the license uh, permission to do that but yeah but if i wanted to like pitch if i wanted to pitch that illustration which i'm doing now sending it out to some entertainment magazines if they and they want to actually purchase that to use it as as artwork and, and let's say like an article about the the crow reboot then no i don't need to get permission. okay gotcha sorry i'm not rolling my eyes at you my kids just ran and asking if they want another if they can have another bag of chips so no, yeah, no. i'm like half trying have to chip. listen to you and half shooing them away and, <laughs> um but okay so yeah i always wondered that because like you know um you see a lot of artists that like you know love to draw pop culture things and i always just wondered if you know especially if they're selling them like you know could they get in trouble like if they don't have like certain i guess licenses or permissions um yeah as far as i know you need permission to do something yeah. like that you know and i'm not i'm not at that phase yet with some of these drawings where i'm like busting out prints and drawing yeah. like selling things yet i mean maybe, maybe i'll get down that line if i do a lot of more like pop culture stuff maybe yeah. i'll you know do that but, but i would need permission to do that okay that's cool have you uh so I remember uh, you were saying how you might even be interested in one day working on like graphic novels. Is that like something that you're still like thinking about like down the line at all? Or? I do. I think about it a lot. You know, <laughs> there's a lot of really interesting stories out there. And um, I think of some of the experiences I had, um, particularly during the time when I wasn't working. Um, I spent a lot of time, I was work, I was doing some uh, volunteer artwork for the Lenape Nation of Pennsylvania. And they're, they're functioning as like a 501c3 nonprofit organization. And I got exposed a lot to Lenape uh, culture and the stories that were involved with that and, uh, and the history that's involved with that. 
and now I'm living in uh, Newtown and Newtown has a lot of really cool history to it. I mean, just two blocks from where I'm at right now is like the oldest building in Newtown. It's like 1773. Oh, cool. Wow. Like George Washington's up there, you know, yeah. all that stuff. And, um, and there's just some really neat, there's just some really neat old history around here and, and so many neat stories attached to it that, you know, I don't think anybody's ever done with, done anything with. So I, I think about, I think about, yeah, you know, if I were to do a graphic novel, I think it would be something along that kind of theme, maybe tie in some of the shamanic mystical elements yeah. into it. But, you know, like seeing how I've been working lately and um, I'm sure you can relate, I mean, past two years have been rough and um you know like there's just days i just feel like so burnt out mm -hmm. and um like man it's, it's it's been a little rough i've been really struggling with my long-term projects so i have i have like one children's book that in the office right now and um it's been taking me way too long and my focus just has not been there at all my focus for long-term projects has not been there yeah my focus for short-term projects has been there it's it's just a little easier you know given everything that we're going through is just like work on something you know bust it out but uh something that takes like six months you know i've just i haven't been really doing it very well so working on a graphic novel you know i love the idea but i don't, I, I honestly don't know if i have it in me to be able to do something like that yeah long. sure um yeah and yeah that's something like especially if you know it's based on like something bigger it might even be you know more than one um more than one issue right like you know especially you know with you don't want to make them too long and you know if there's a lot of history and mythology behind it like especially yeah. you know for local culture you know people definitely want to get um get that right and get that accurate and have the full story told oh yeah so, yeah yeah you know probably take me years to <laughs> do something like that <laughs> Maybe one day, right? I mean, <laughs> yeah, you never know. I mean, if I, if someone comes along and they they they, uh, they have a really cool story, yeah, you know, I've also been looking for stories that people want to develop a graphic novel around. Mm -hmm. So I, I'm kind of throwing that out there. You got to make a really cool story, and you're looking for an artist. Maybe we can talk. But um, so it's like if, if something was there and and I got really inspired by it, and I can actually see it, then then that's a different story. But if it was my own thing, it might take me, you know, too long. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, yeah, for all of you out there, like uh, Eric said, if you're looking to have anything you're working on turn into a graphic novel, then talk to him, hit him up. Um, <laughs> that being said, after I talked to you about that, I, I definitely went online and did some research about that process and what, you know, I guess what you have to do. <clears throat> and I don't know if like, I guess, um, if you've thought about the, the bigger publishers that do that kind of stuff, I am always like, comic book minded so I checked like you know the major comic book companies and interestingly there's really only like one or two of the big ones that like are really even willing to like look at them right now like Marvel DC they straight up say on their website yeah we're not accepting new ideas right now um I think the, yeah. the one of the other ones Image Comics who is a little bit smaller and more open to a more diverse crowd of creators they basically said, you know, we'll listen to your ideas, just get the right people in place. And um, I don't know if there are like our traditional literature publishers that go that route as well, but I thought it was pretty interesting that like the big comic companies right now are just kind of saying no. Um, I think they're flooded with, yeah. with ideas. There's just, 
content out there and they and they just only have so much manpower to handle projects and like just so there's just so so much content out there and so many stories and um but there are venues there's just ways to get your stuff out there you know there's a lot of artists doing publishing their graphic novel on their own going through yeah. kickstarter and all that stuff so there's that ways to do it but even like um so you know you for your for your listeners you know cal you, you published through karen miller open door publications but even cal karen miller you know she threw out that idea she, she's like i'll do a graphic novel with you <laughs> you know <laughs> so i think i think there's ways it just has to be you know it's a commitment a story like that is a commitment it just has to be the right story and and just you gotta go about it the right way right yeah i, I mean i guess uh that's kind of the one of the good things about um books and, and literature and you know even graphic novels is there are a lot of pathways right even if you can't go through the big guns then there's still ways to get it done so yeah. you know everybody's got a shot um yeah, yeah. I, we're at an amazing time right mm -hmm. now for for authors it's like i think about it all the time we're working with self-publishing authors just amazon is has been great for a lot of my clients yeah. doing really well um it's quite an opportunity to get your stuff out there right um yeah actually one of my summer projects is um to kind of do a compare contrast of like the novelized or the novel version of american gods i saw that um neil gaiman is uh kind of put like a, a like a series of the graphic novels out so i want to kind of take a look at the novel compared to the graphic novel and see how oh cool you know fun. he uh, <clears throat> yeah, how he managed to go like whether it's page by page scene by scene whatever it might be uh, just yeah. to see, see how that works because who knows maybe that's down the line for me too <laughs> hey yeah you never know right yeah that's the thing about this it's just you get inspired by something and it turns into something else and it grows and yeah. you know I, it's the best being it's just getting inspired by things you, you never know where, you, where it's going to take you mm -hmm. so um you know speaking of all that especially you know as an artist you're working with a lot of like writers and authors i mean what should you know prospective authors like kind of expect about like working with a, a cover designer or a cover artist uh, what should they kind of have ready what should they know about the process so for for like a self-publishing author you're talking about yeah i guess in general uh you know in your experience well there's two experiences so if the author is going through a traditional publisher or publishing house and the publisher is going to have a lot of say in um what they want the cover to look like because you know they're 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 putting out the money for the marketing they're putting out money for all the stuff um then the author's say is going to be a little is going to be limited in, in regards to the cover design but a self-publishing author and the reason a lot of people get into self-publishing is because they want to retain that control over the product and have the say in how it's released and, and the cover and all those things um i'd say for those types of clients um what to expect so um you know they come to me and like i'm going to use you as an example so when when you you came to open door publications uh and i i contract with karen at over open door uh we set up that conference call and we only spoke for like an hour and we just basically i listened to you and i i i heard where you were at with the project what what you wanted for the project kind of like what you imagined for it remember you telling me that you, you liked uh simpler as opposed to like a more complicated cover you, you showed me the ideas that you had 
Um, you showed me some of the art that you had already created for it. You had this idea of like a, like a you know flaming fist for one of the characters, and and, and um, I took all that in, and then I went to work and, and kind of developed things along the lines of what you were going, but then started to develop things based on what you were saying, but that things that you maybe you hadn't thought of, and. Um, so authors can expect that from me. It's just it's like I really listen to where they're at, like what they want, what they expect. I give them what they expect, but then I I like to go um, above and above and beyond and, and kind of show them concepts and ideas of things that they may may not have thought of. And then that initial round, what I think I showed you uh, like three designs, right? Yeah, so I think it was three. Yeah. So we worked with like three designs and a lot of projects. Um, Depending on the strength of them, I usually provide artists or authors with three to five ideas. It just depends on how the ideas are flowing and the, you know the type of work, type of work that's involved with it. Um, with your project, because it was illustration, you know, I, I they weren't fully developed, right? They were like, you know, like seventy-five percent developed most yeah. of them. Yeah, yeah, um, and, and then kind of went back in and like finished it for the final, but. Um, yeah, I generally like to give uh, authors three to five ideas, and then uh, we um, and then we kind of go from there. We we find out which concept is working best, and then we could have you know, some clients we have like eight rounds of revision sometimes, and we just get it to be exactly where they want it to be, um, and then. Um, you know, to get started, like wh what you gave me was really helpful. So, uh, and and just. You know, for your listeners, I've I've worked on um, all types of genres. You know, I work in the I do uh, business books, I do nonfiction books, I do uh, mysteries and thrillers. I've done you know cozy mysteries. I've done uh, sci-fi. I've done children's books. Um, so it's like, um, kind of lost my point there. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so three to five options, and then uh, try to find like the best, the best voice for that particular right. project. Kind of go from there, um, and then um, we. Oh, I I don't know what I was gonna say. So for your project, your project was um, the fantasy, and what you gave me was really helpful. Like uh, you gave me that whole list of uh, the characters, right? right. Like the, the character descriptions and. Like the origins, like the cultural influences of that particular of that character, like what their what their what their race looks like, yeah. and, and what what cultures their race has been influenced by, yeah. and and uh, for someone like me doing the artwork for your book, I mean that that's invaluable. So for authors to come to a designer, you know, the more information that you can give your artist, the better for them to develop your book. Yeah. You know, you're going to give them uh, sample chapters. You're going to give them character descriptions. Um, you're going to give them uh, photo references if you if you have like a nonfiction, um, like anything that you can put together. Um, images of book covers that you that you like, styles that you like yeah, is always really helpful for artists to draw on. So uh, yeah, if you're gonna work with an artist like myself, like like being able to present that or have that stuff ready, or or easily being able to put that stuff together when you start working for with an artist is gonna be really helpful for you. As cool. an artist. Awesome. Um, is there anything that like? Uh, I, I mean, obviously, I don't need like I won't ask it again to like specific people, but is there anything that like 
makes you know an author difficult to work with or you know just makes it more like makes your job more difficult um, if, you, if you want to answer that i mean <laughs> some people might say hey that's me he's talking about um difficult to work with in general like it doesn't have to be like you know based on experience but like you know i guess what you hope like uh, an author might bring to the table or you know maybe qualities that you hope they don't have um you know like yeah i, I wouldn't be human if if you know i said every client was perfect to work with right. but yeah some clients have been definitely more challenging to work with and, and i think if, if there was something about those clients is that um they um that i just maybe just didn't meet their expectations or that they're or that i just didn't understand their expectations fully or that they didn't communicate their expectations clearly or there was just some kind of like lack of understanding there you know i have really tried to do my best to get on i have to i have to be on the same page as all my clients i have to really understand what the project is about what it is we're trying to do what it is yeah. we're trying to plans for the book and if i have all that stuff up front um it's really helpful um i don't do a lot of contracts but contracts are really helpful um but a lot of uh i would say let's see self self-publishing authors there, there's two types and i prefer to work with authors that kind of let me do what i do like my job is to is to uh take your take your book and just make it look as good as possible and, you're the expert in that part right i mean that, that that's why you're yeah. there well, it's my job you yeah. know like if if like if you're an artist and a designer and you can fully translate your idea for your cover that's awesome you know like you know it's great um if you can't um and you come to someone like me give me the freedom to give me the freedom to do what i do best i'm not going to let you down i'm going to go up above and beyond what you expect and uh there's definitely been clients that um they they just thought that I was their 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 hands their creative hands and they said I want this I want this exactly like I don't think outside of that box this is exactly what I wanted and right sometimes there was there's been results where <clears throat> it just it just wasn't good you know and I just was you know trying to tell them like this isn't this just doesn't work but they get like so locked in on this idea that they they, they can't see anything outside mm -hmm. of it you know so those those have been the, yeah, I think I can only think of like maybe like two clients that I've had. That okay. And again, like you said, if like you want something that specific, there are probably programs that you can find to just do it yourself anyway, right? I mean, yeah, totally right. <laughs> yeah. So, <huh. laughs> um, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to put you on the spot. I was just curious, you know, especially you know for anybody. Well, that's a good question. At, yeah. Good question. Um, because you know, if you're a writer, nobody... go ahead. Sorry. If you're, if, no, if you're a writer and you talk to your audience, like don't you know like there's two types of designers and artists out there one that's going to follow your direction 100 percent to the letter and then other ones that that want the freedom to uh kind of bring some creativity to the table so right so if that if you want someone to just listen you want to you basically want a production artist so go find a production artist and have them do exactly what it is that you say to the letter yeah. and not question anything but if you want creativity you know go find a uh an artist illustrator who's gonna he's gonna translate those ideas and, and, and give you something uh above and beyond yeah that makes complete sense too i mean 
right? I mean, gotta just trust that other people know what they're doing. <laughs> so, which can um, be hard to do. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's your it's your baby. It's You're putting a lot of money into it. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So speaking of um, you know, I guess you know, creativity and cre- creative uh, freedoms and stuff. I mean. You mentioned that you're into music, you know, as well. Like, uh, you want to talk to that at all? Like, uh, you know, the uh, that that side of your your life, your creativity. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, I, I got a lot of creativity. I, I was like, you know, I um, I have a six year old son. For your listeners, you know, um, and being a dad, as you know, you always like have to be creative. So I, I'd be cre- creative in that way, like come up with things for me and my son to do creative stuff he he's been he's been showing a lot of uh you know um drawing talent which is a lot of fun for me to watch like yeah he'll, he comes up with these really cool monster characters which is a lot of fun um like totally into dragons he's been drawing dragons all the time awesome um so yeah there's creative in that aspect outside of work but then yeah there's also music so uh Back in that time when I wasn't working, um, I was doing the work for the Lenape Nation. I I was teaching myself how to play guitar. I also taught myself how to play uh, Native American flute. And I was in a couple bands during that time. And um, uh, today I still play. So this little setup that I have here, I usually do for some home recording. I I have a, you know, I just mess around on my iPad with GarageBand. I've been like recording some uh, acoustic and electric guitar songs and stuff like that. And um, I've been playing, uh, playing out at, uh, you know, some local, like like a local whiskey place in town here that I've been playing at, which is a lot of fun. You know, there there was a, there was a point in my life where I really wanted to do a lot with music, but music is really challenging. <laughs> you know, the people that are really doing well out there, I, hats off to you guys. It's, it's hard being a musician, you know? It's it's really, you think being a self-publishing author is hard, like, it's just being a musician is really <laughs> hard. Well, I, I, I think I'm better at um, art than I am at music. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> so I, yeah. At least you yeah. know, right? <laughs> but. No, you're you're absolutely right. I mean, even on like my kids like you know toy guitars and stuff, I, I can't even like you know carry a tune. So um, you're yeah, like th- those great musicians out there. I don't know how they do it. I I'm glad I just get get to listen to it because <laughs> you know yeah, um, it's a, it's amazing to uh, you know to listen to you know talented musicians and like just kind of think about how they do what they do, right? I think they think the same thing about you. Like, you know, how does this guy write so well? Uh, like, where did these stories come from? That's that's fair. <laughs> Grass is always greener. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Um, so, I guess before we uh, we finish up, um, you know, is there anything else that you want to get out there that maybe we uh, haven't gotten to or haven't spoken to? Um, I think I mentioned to people like uh, different genres that I've worked in. So yeah, I've worked in the, all sorts of genres. I don't think there's a genre I haven't worked in. So if you are looking for, you know, a cover artist and um, and you're concerned that they don't do your genre, you know, you, there's definitely artists out there that, that can work with work in more than one genre. It's just uh, finding someone who can you know, speak different languages, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
and I, I think that's also part of doing uh, the, the proper research too, is um, reaching out to people and seeing what they can do or what they're willing to do too, right? I mean, oh yeah, totally. I, I, you know, I, I, you know, I get a lot of calls, you know, like I have a, I, I have a good turnover, right? Like people that actually call me that want to talk to me about projects and then actually decide to work with me on projects. Right. There has been a lot of projects where, you know, somebody calls and, and then they, they, they say, no, you're not the, the guy for me. I think, you know, like, Maybe 90% of calls that I get, like 90%, get 90% turnover, 85% turnover, something like that, That's which awesome. is cool. Um, but yeah, it's it's like, uh, it's got to know, you trust that if have an artist uh, at least have like one book within your genre to be able to look at and say, yeah. like, this is what I've done for this genre. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I have a lot of in different genres that I'm able to say, okay, this is what I've done in, in business, this is what I've done. Or sci-fi is what I've done for you know thrillers and stuff like that, and 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 it and I also say this to um, writers because I get this a lot. It's like they 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 think I'm only capable of doing things that I've already done. You know, <laughs> they, they'll look at like they'll come, they'll call me up, you know, they'll, they'll be like, yeah, I saw this book on your website, and that would work really well for my book, and like. It's like, well, I'm not going to do exactly the same thing. Right, know? of course. We're going to mix it up a little bit. You know, <laughs> I, I can, you know, it's like, that's what I came up for that project. Let me, yeah. let's see what we can come up for your project. It's, it's not like this, you know, square box into the square hole. Kind <laughs> of thing. So it's just like, there's room for, uh, so there's always room for creativity and right. experimentation and seeing what we can come up with. Awesome. So, um, well, let's uh, hope we can keep your turnover rate uh, going. That being said, like, where can people find you? How can they contact you, connect with you? Um, well, you're going to have a link in the video. I can post it in the description. Yeah, just uh, yeah, you know. that'd be cool. You just send them a, a link to my website. It's uh, labazdesign.com, or you can find me at Facebook at, at labazdesign. It's L-A-B-A-C-Z. And on Instagram, I think I'm just labazdesign. Cool. All right, so you're uh, definitely on social media in, in multiple aspects and on the internet. So yeah, I, I was a little behind there for a while, yeah. But I, I got on Instagram uh, not too long ago. I, I'm trying to do more with it um, yeah. because it is such a visual. Um, it, it, it is such a visual right. platform. It's really easy to just throw throw artwork out there. So I've been doing a lot more on Instagram these days. Yeah, and I, it's funny. I was actually um, just talking to Goodreads earlier in the day about. Um, you know, that kind of stuff. And, you know, we're talking about, it seems like, you know, with Instagram, at least you can reach, I think, a broader audience as opposed to like Facebook. Facebook, I feel like, and I'm not calling anybody old because I'm in my 40s, but, you know, you definitely miss a certain audience with, with Facebook these days, you know, where um, I feel like it's definitely catered to a certain generation now. I hear you. I hear that. You know, I, I thought, I thought, you know, when I got started with this home business five years ago, I thought Facebook business page was the way to go. Yeah. And, you know, I, I get, I've gotten some referrals out of it. Um, but a lot of, a lot of my posts don't really get seen. There's not um, much traction. Yeah. All right. Well, it's been fun chatting. Um, thanks so much yeah. for coming on and sharing your craft, sharing your experience with us. Uh, it's really been enlightening to see, you know, the uh, the visual side of it all. 
Um, and, you know, hopefully, uh, you know, our listeners, my listeners got a chance to get something, you know, substantial out of it. Um, and, you know, hopefully for any prospective authors out there, uh, they do reach out to you. Remember, uh, you know, any genre, it doesn't matter what it is, Eric can do it all. Um, and he's proven that with just fantasy already. So, um, you know, as, uh, as a happy customer, I can guarantee you that you won't be disappointed <laughs> and you'll be really excited about what he has to offer. Uh, so again, thanks. This is Eric Labaz. And uh, that being said, see you guys next time. Thanks for listening in.